the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get it on it. 106. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on News Talk 710. KNUS in Denver doing a simulcast with you folks in Colorado Springs on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, it is Sunday, November 5th. You know what? It's 10.06. Did you set your clocks back? Are you thinking that it's 11.06? Did you sleep in a little bit? Did you wonder where at 10.06 on your incorrectly set clock where Mike Boyle was? Well, I'm here. It's 10.06, 10.07, and I'm going to be with you right on up until noon as we end daylight saving time. Actually, you know what? They say it takes about two weeks to get used to daylight saving time and to go back to standard time. Now, I'll tell you this. I woke up at 442 this morning (laughs) and I looked at Bailey, the Mexican street dog, and I said, I ain't getting up at 442 in the morning. Went back to sleep. It worked out just fine. We got up. We went for a hike. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the shoes that I wore for my hike. We cover it all here on the restaurant show, restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, shoes, and anything else we feel like talking about. But today is a special, special day. It is a Boyle meal deal, a Boyle lunch bunch. My name is Mike Boyle. I'm inviting you to lunch, and we're going to have a bunch of people because we are at India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hamden. Been here for 30 seven years owned and operated by chris kapoor interesting guy the food is absolutely sensational and you know what they don't even open sunday day monday through saturday they do a lunch buffet monday through sunday evenings they do wonderful indian cuisine but he says you know i'd really like to let people know about my buffet. It's been here for years and years. Of course, it got closed down during the shutdown. But he said, let's let people know that it's open, alive, and well. A lot of Indian restaurants have given up on buffets. So we're doing it for 10 bucks. Remember when the Indian lunch buffets were 10 11 $12? Well, now they're 17 18 $20. Because of the cost of labor, because of the cost of goods, I said, Chris, can we do it? Because we did one about three, four years ago. We did one for 710, as in 710 on the AM dial. He says, Mike, I can't do it for 710. Can we do it for 10? I said, absolutely. So come on by from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock. The all-you-can-eat Indian buffet. I'll tell you about the tandoori chicken. I'll tell you about the sog paneer. But from 11 to 1, dine in or take out. Just get in the door by 1 o'clock. An all-you-can-eat Indian buffet for $10. And, yes, it is a dine-in promotion. want you to come and see this beautiful building, the beautiful decor. 
the white tablecloths, the white lacquered booths and tables. It is a beautiful restaurant, nice burgundy napkins. So make plans to come on by. We'd love to see you. Let's take a break and come back. We've got a lot to talk about here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. All right, Amarillo by morning. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. It is 1013. Happy to have you aboard. It is a beautiful Colorado fall Sunday. A lot nicer than last Sunday. Boy, we were getting that storm last Sunday, and uh, it felt good to be inside watching the Broncos with a fire in the fireplace and a nice cold beer. Well, Broncos aren't playing today, so you do not have an excuse not to come and join me at India's Restaurant. What do tandoori chicken, chicken tikka masala, mushroom curry, chicken curry, potato curry, sog paneer, lentils, basmati rice, what do they all have in common? They are all on the buffet from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock. And all-you-can-eat Indian buffet at India's restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, for only 10 bucks, Folks, that's like stealing. You got up this morning, you had a cup of coffee, maybe you got a little bit of exercise, maybe you went to church. And you're wondering now, what are we going to do about lunch? Well, it's easy to reach, Hamden in Yosemite. It's on the north side of Hamden. Plenty of free parking, off-street parking. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So come on by. We always seem to get a good response when we do events at India's restaurants. And India's at 8921 East Hampton is kind of the, it's the bar by which others are set. It's been around for a long time. Chris Kapoor, Indian gentleman, served 22 years in the Indian military before he was able to migrate to the United States, get his green card, get his citizenship, opened a restaurant. I can only imagine. We'll talk to him in a little while. I can only imagine because I would say that Indian cuisine, everybody's familiar with American cuisine. Everybody's familiar with steaks. Everybody's familiar with Italian whether it's meatballs and spaghetti or pizza. Everybody's familiar with Mexican. But I'd say that Indian cuisine is a little bit less well-known. A lot of people think it's spicy. You know what? Remember back when they used to teach world history and the East Indian Spice Company and the British brought spices from India over to the New World? Well, it's not hot spicy. It's spiced to flavor. These guys do a wonderful, wonderful job of blending the spices for flavor. And so if you come on by today, I would say this. You know, my daughter has traveled the world with me. And a big part of our travels are always food-oriented. And I would say this that a big part of that is because I started taking her to different places when she was just a tyke, when she was a little thing, and she tried different cuisines. So if you've got kids 
if you've got grandkids, if you've got adults in your family that say, well, I don't know, you know, what you come by today and for $10, you start with a salad. There's lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers. They have a nice Indian dressing, but they have a nice dressing that is ranch. Maybe you get some non bread. That's what they call their bread, N A A N. Maybe you dip it into mint and chutney a little bit or the tamarind chutney. And you have some rice and you have some tandoori chicken. And then you say, well, I think, you know what? I know I'm going to get filled up for my 10 bucks. I know I'm going to get more than my money's worth. But maybe I'll try a little bit of that mushroom curry. Curry doesn't mean hot in Indian cuisine. It means spiced to flavor. So you know what? You're going to have a good day. You're going to spend some time with family and friends. You're going to get a great meal and a great deal. And who knows? You might even learn a little bit. All right? 303-696-1971. We can take your calls. Luis Gonzalez is at the helm back at the station, and he can certainly patch you through. 303-696-1971. If you would like to chat with me, if you would like to contribute to the show, um, Rough day for our collegiate sport teams. If you do not know that CSU lost to Wyoming on Friday evening. Yesterday, midday, our then 8-0 and Air Force Falcons lost to Army. And you know what? I'm an Army vet. Uh, I'm glad to see Army win. I would never root against any of the service academies, but I thought it was nice to see Army win. They were two and six going in, so they were able to get a win, go three and six, and uh, played very, very well. Beat Air Force twenty-three to three. Then in the mid-afternoon, University of Northern Colorado. You know, I, I they were zero and eight. No wins, eight losses, going into the game with Idaho. And I said, I'm going to wear my Northern Colorado T-shirt when I do my shows yesterday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, 3 to 5 in Denver, and maybe bring them luck. Well, didn't bring them any luck. They lost, so they're 0-9. And then last night, the CU Buffs, before a sold-out crowd, though there's so much energy up there, there is so much enthusiasm. They lost to Oregon State, which is ranked 16th in the nation. They are now four wins and five losses. They've got a home game this week against Arizona. So hopefully they can right that ship. And, you know, if they can come out seven, five, six, and six, I think that considering last year's one and 11, you got to think that that is a dramatic improvement. And there's at least some good energy up there. You want some good energy? Eat this Indian food. Come on down to India's 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock. We'll be back. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. All right, 1024 is the time here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It is Sunday. Happy to have you aboard. We're doing something a little bit different. We're doing something a little bit special. If you just now tuned in, I'm broadcasting up until noon from India's Restaurant. 8921 East Hampton in Denver. If you're on I-25 going north, going south, get off at Hamden. 
Come east to 8921, you will see a beautiful, beautiful building. It's just past Yosemite, um, right next to the first bank. It's a beautiful building on the outside. It's a beautiful building on the inside, starting at 11 o'clock. They don't do. They are doing this for us. So from 11 to 1, they're doing the all-you-can-eat Indian buffet for only. 10 bucks. That is a considerable savings. And we're going to talk with Chris Kapoor, the proprietor here, because a lot of you remember when the buffet was $10, $11, $12. Well, the cost of goods, the cost of labor, it's gone up dramatically. So I said, can we do it for 10 bucks? And he said, okay, Mike, we don't even open on Sunday mornings. We're open Sunday evenings. But you know what? The chef agreed to come in. Usually Sunday's the temple day for him. And he said, I'll come in and I'll get this food ready. And boy, I'll tell you what, it's starting to get shaped up here. So come on down. We'd love to see you. If you want the phone number, if you need directions, 303-755-4284. That's 303-755-4284. 303-755-4284. You don't really need the number. You just need to get in the car and come on down. We would love to see you. All right, let me introduce you to Chris Kapoor. Chris, I've known Chris for years, and uh, he's done a wonderful job. But interesting interesting background. He's been here 37 years, owns the building. It looks absolutely terrific, a lot of off-street parking. But before this... Chris, you were a career man in the Indian military. Yeah, I went into the National Defense Academy, which is similar to your West Point or the Air Force Academy. But there we train all three services together for three years. And I went in when I was 16 and a half. You know what? I'm going to tell you a story, and I think you'll appreciate this. I'll better put a smile on your face. When I was 12 years old, My dad said, you are not realizing your potential. And I think that one of the service academies, he was an Army man, preferred West Point, would be good for you. So I'm going to ship you off to a military school right after I turned 13 years old, a West Point prep school. And... I'm sure that when you went in at 16 and when I went in at 13, there was no such word as hazing. There was no such – you got straightened up in a big hurry. Am I right or am I wrong, Chris Kapoor? That's the way it goes when you don the uniform, you know. I remember – so after I got done there and my dad says, well, I can get you an appointment. I said, no, I want to go to a college – that I don't have to wear a uniform. I want to go to a college that maybe has girls. And so I went to college. And when I got out, of course, I went in the United States Army. And I remember basic training, infantry school, and some of those kids were having a hard time adjusting, and they missed their mother. And I said, I went to a high school that was harder than this. It it prepares you pretty well, doesn't it, buddy? Oh, yeah. When we were at the academy, we had – these little openings on top of our cabins, and you could hear these people sobbing at night when they were thinking of home and they were homesick. So it was a learning experience. 
have you ever, uh, you know what, uh, now, of course, we don't discipline children. You know, that's not popular anymore. We don't have detentions in school and suspensions and expulsions. We didn't have that either. But uh, I'm sure you fell out once or twice at 3 o'clock in the morning in your underwear carrying your foot locker for an inspection down on the quad. Did you ever, you probably had something like that or similar, right? We had similar stuff. You used to be told to come out with our cycles on our head and the full kits on our back. And that's the time when we realized it was a lot of fun. <laughs> the party the party is about to begin. You know what? I'll never forget a kid named Jerry Diebold. He just couldn't get organized. And this was an Army military school, obviously. And he would get himself in trouble. And they'd take him down to the quad, bend him over, and put a mortar base on his back with those two rope handles and tell him to just start walking the quad. Now, there's people out there listening to this right now, Chris, who go, oh, that's not true. You couldn't do that. And there's mothers out there saying they wouldn't do that to my boy. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, that's the way it goes, you know, but <laughs> it pays off later in life. And believe me, that's the way to do it. 22 years in the Indian military, and at what point did you say, I think I'd like to go to America? How did that happen? Uh, I was basically, uh, I went into Army Aviation, and I was a flying instructor with them. So I decided to take my chances and come to the U.S. for commercial flying, and this is where I landed. In the restaurant at 8921 East Hamden. And so how did you wind up in the restaurant business? How did you decide? I mean, you got here and you said uh, maybe back 37 years ago, there might have been a long line for commercial pilots. Uh, maybe I need to figure out a way to make a living in the meantime. How did how did the restaurant come about? Uh, I was up in Boulder and uh, we realized there wasn't very many Indian restaurants and Denver at that time spotted just one and they weren't doing too well. So I thought this is something that target rich environment. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when we started and we started in Tamarack square and uh, never looked back after that. And of course, if, if for those of you that have been around for a while, you know, the Tamarack square is gone. It is just a little bit West of here, but, uh, uh, Chris got an opportunity to buy the restaurant or buy the buy the land to build the building, and that's where we are today. So once again, we're doing an all-you-can-eat buffet today, from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock, and uh, it's a dine-in promotion for a couple reasons. Because we want you to come and experience. We want you to come and start at the salad bar where they have yogurt. And two different types of lettuce. And they've got the cucumbers and the diced tomatoes. They've got, uh, well, one of my favorite things, they've got the onion salad. They have some wonderful spices in the onions. Then you can also complement it a little bit. Maybe you might want a yogurt dressing or a ranch dressing. Uh, grab some of the chutney. I love the chutney because I like to take the, I like to take the Indian bread, the naan. Chris, is this do Indians take the non bread and dip it in the tamarind or uh, mint chutney, or is that something us, uh, this American boy does? <laughs> uh, we use the non bread uh, normally 
with the curries etc and the gravies mm-hmm. so that e- makes it easier to get it down okay all right well and i love non bread but we start you know i start with the basmati rice i put some basmati rice on the plate then i put some lentils sog paneer is a spinach dish with cheese chunks of cheese in it i absolutely love it if you're having trouble getting your kids to eat any spinach come on down here today they will learn to love it and then you know maybe i'll grab a couple pieces of the tandoori chicken a couple legs cooked in the tandoori oven chris explain what a tandoori oven of tandoor oven is tandoori oven is a clay oven that is about uh, three four feet deep it is about 36 inches wide circular base and then it narrows down to about 18 inches at the top uh, we fire it up with charcoal and that's where we make our meats and breads and the breads are slapped onto the side and they come off nice and crisp and soft and it, it, it must get unbelievably hot in that tandoori oven yeah, it is about uh, five to six hundred degrees. That's why my chef, who does the tandoor, has no hair on his arms. <laughs> and then you can get the chicken tikka masala. You can get the chicken curry, mushroom curry. Um, yes. Yeah, so, now, Indians are not all vegetarians. They're not all vegans. But there is a large percentage of Indians uh, that are vegetarian. We've got plenty of chicken dishes for you here. But uh, do you ever serve any beef dishes here, Chris? No, we don't do beef. Uh, at our- More traditional Indian. Yeah, it's uh, everything else is more traditional. Uh, beef, for you know religious reasons, we just do not serve beef. All right. But I'll tell you this. I'm going to let you in on a little secret because we're going to a break and he's not going to hear me say this. But they're lamb here. They've got lamb. You want to take home some lamb? It will flat blow you away. All right. India's Restaurant, 11 to 1. Come on down. I've got newsletters talking about upcoming events. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. It's 10.39 the time here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Not only 10.39 on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, it's probably 10.39 just about wherever you are listening to me, although you can pick me up on the podcast, you can pick me up online. And by the way, speaking of podcasts, I am, we have the podcast of each show. And Ed Wilkes, the very talented webmaster for the restaurant show, has put a link on my website, mikeboyle.com, right on the homepage. You scroll down about two-thirds of the way, you'll see me, you'll see the podcast, you click on it, and that will go right to the podcast of all the shows that have aired on KNUS. And rather than having you go through the logistical challenges of going to the station website and the program guide and finding Saturday and Mike Boyle restaurant show. All you got to do is go to mikeboyle.com, click on it, and it will bring up the podcast and you pick out which one you want to listen to. But this week I will be recording 
the first show podcast that is separate from the radio stations. Okay? Saturday, 10 to 1. I'm on 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer, in Colorado Springs. Those shows will be available both on the station website and on my website at mikeboyle.com. Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5, Denver, KNUS. Sunday, 10 to noon, simulcast. Those will all be available. But I'm going to start this week a separate web, I beg your pardon, separate podcast. And it will be one hour. It will be divided up into probably a restaurant segment, maybe a little restaurant travel tourism segment, uh, maybe an author, and it will be stuff that you didn't hear on the radio, stuff you didn't hear in the shows. And the idea behind that is that, you know, you're busy on the weekends, you work on the weekends, you're out of town on the weekends, you go up to the mountains to go skiing on the weekends. Well, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, you can listen to the podcast of the show, but you can also tune into this new podcast. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm probably a little late to the party. I was told that there are something like 800,000 podcasts. And you say, well, Mike, how are you going to get anybody to listen? Well, I'm obviously going to be promoting it in my shows. My website gets thousands of hits a month. My social media contacts and hits are in the thousands over 10,000 a month. So if I just get the word out there, we should be in good shape. I'm not trying to promote a podcast to somebody in Finland or in Malaysia. So it'll all be local interest. It'll all be locally oriented. And uh, I'm, I'm just pretty excited about it. So I thought I would share that with you. Don't forget uh, some things coming up. Monday, tomorrow... I'm going to be at Longboard Tacos. It's a new restaurant. It's one of those places got a beach motif. It's down at I-25 and Interquest in Colorado Springs, just a little bit east of the freeway, a little bit east of Voyager, right across from the New Life Church. And uh, it's got the motif. Uh, you kind of expect to see Jimmy Buffett come walking in, maybe doing a little bit of jamming, having a couple longboard loggers, that type of thing. But at any rate, it's owned and operated by a guy named Chuck Schaefer. Chuck Schaefer has a Prime Age Steakhouse in Springs called Prime 25. Uh, he's been in the restaurant business down there for a long time. He's got a new Italian steakhouse uh, in the same building with Longboard Lager. And uh, they're planning on opening that for lunch. They're open for dinner now, but they're going to have lunch soon. So I'm going to be there tomorrow uh, with a little get-together, station get-together. And then on Tuesday, remember, Tuesday is the day you have got to have your ballots in, okay? You want to vote. You want your vote to count. I would suggest voting no on Proposition HH. You keep the Tabor money. When has the government at any level shown a real ability to spend your money 
since the governments don't have any money. The only money they have is the money that they take from the citizens. So my advice would be to vote no on that. Yesterday, while I was driving to Colorado Springs, I was listening to the morning show on KNUS. It's a guy, a young man named Jimmy Sangenberger. He's about 28, 29, 30. Um, his girlfriend is a couple years older and has a 10-year-old son. And he was talking about the educational ballot initiatives. There's two in Douglas County, 5A, 5B. I've made it very clear that I voted no on both. But he made, if you want to get some information on those school bond issues, you know, Colorado Springs, Boulder, Arapahoe County, Aurora, Jeffco, you probably have your own ballot measures. But uh, he made it pretty, he was able to uh, spell that out fairly clearly. So you might want to catch his podcast. But get your vote in, folks, because it is certainly something that we are all entitled to. Let me grab Chris Kapoor again. I want to talk about a couple of the dishes. We talked about the cooking the chicken in the tandoori oven, but talk about a couple of the other dishes, because when you say chicken tikka masala, what does that mean? Uh, chicken tikka masala is basically the boneless uh, tandoori chicken that's uh, done in the clay ovens. It is recooked in a tomato and cream-based sauce, and it's exceptionally yummy. It really is. It's very good, and I like to put it on the rice. Yeah, that goes well on the rice, and uh, for those who would like to know this, it is the national dish of the United Kingdom. Really? I had no idea. You know what, folks? I will tell you this. If you travel all over the world, you will find Indian restaurants. I remember being in the bush in Zambia, and I would pull out of a little town called Chapata, and we'd have four or five hours on dirt tracks back to the, and be right on the edge of the village, there'd be an Indian restaurant. They, they're all over, aren't they, Chris? They were up on the moon also now. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about sog paneer. I love sog paneer. And then, by the way, at some point, I'm going to take you to task because... You and I have known each other for a long time. I'm a big fan of yours. But in all the years I've known you, I have not been able to get you to remove peas from the basmati rice. Yeah, people uh, love the look of the basmati rice, and you can always move the peas to a side if you are averse to them. And I do. (laughs) That should be fine. And spinach and cheese. Is rice would look a little boring. And the peas, has, and they don't put a lot, folks. So if you are one of those parents out there who has their kid that doesn't like peas, they can move them out. And the basmati rice is very What does basmati rice mean, Chris? Basmati rice is basically a long-grained and a very flavorful rice. And, uh, in fact, if you cook it at home, the entire house is going to have the nice flavor of basmati rice. Is it indigenous to India? It is indigenous to India and to particular regions in northern India. So that's the where it comes from. The soil is real good for this rice, and it gets a lot of flavor from there. 
you know, a lot of people probably don't realize how big India is. It's a country of what, a billion four, billion three, billion four, billion five, the large world's largest democracy. And so there's regions of cuisine. There's the Punjab region up north, and then there's the Biratis that come from the southern India. So there's a lot of different variations of Indian cuisine. Yeah, Indian cuisine uh, varies as you go from region to region. Uh, up north, you have more of the non-vegetarian people. Further south, it's more vegetarian. And uh, again, the spiciness of the food increases as you go further south. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about sog paneer. Tell the listeners. I I really like sog paneer, but if I say it's just spinach with some cheese in it, chunks of cheese, I don't think that does us, does it justice. Talk about that. Uh, sog paneer is our signature dish, and people who say I hate spinach end up loving sog paneer. And uh, there's a lot of spices added to the spinach that give it a nice flavor and taste. All right, his name is Chris Kapoor. We are at India's restaurant. The doors will open here at 11 o'clock. It's an all-you-can-eat Indian buffet for $10. You say, well, Mike, is that a big savings? Not from pre-COVID, back when the buffet was 11 or $12, but the buffet is $17 now, and we were getting it for $10 today, dine-in. Chris, a lot of Indian restaurants have given up the lunch buffet. They've just said we can't do it because of the cost of labor and the cost of goods. Uh, that's one of the reasons. The other one is a lot of people are working from home right now, so the lunch crowded are, crowds are not as big as they used to be. Uh, but we've kept up with our buffet even through COVID, and our customers have gone out of the way to support us. All right, folks, and it's available Monday through Saturday. And the one Sunday a year when the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show is here. Let's go ahead and take a break. 303-696-1971 if you'd like to give me a call. Well, today you want to take it easy. You want to come to India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hampton, where we're celebrating a boil meal deal. There are people in the parking lot. We're going to go ahead and get them in. And uh, from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock, it's a dine-in promotion, all-you-can-eat Indian buffet. Let me grab Chris Kapoor here because, yes, they have a full-service liquor license. Yes, they have wonderful Indian beers, the Indians, Chris, they know how to make good lagers. I love Indian beers. Yeah, we've got a bunch of them here. Uh, at least I carry about uh, 10 to 15. Uh, but in India, you'd have something like a few hundred. And so, and one of the things, so people say, well, you know what? I don't feel like uh, having something alcoholic. Let's talk about the chai and let's talk about the mango losses. Uh, the chai is out of this world. And we have some people who will come in here only for the chai. Uh, it's the sweet spice tea 
with milk and it's excellent and it really wakes up your senses. All right, and let's talk about a mango lassi. It's kind of an Indian smoothie. Yeah, it's an Indian smoothie made with yogurt and mango, and uh, it is great. So come on in and try that. All right, good morning, folks. Good morning. Come on in. We're a little busy right now, but we'll we'll squeeze you in. All right. We have... No, we're glad you're here, sir. Come on in. We'll get you all taken care of. The buffet is up and operational, so if you're driving around and looking for a place to go, looking for something to do, somewhere to eat, we'd love to have you come by India's. Chris, let's talk about one of my favorites that I like to dip in the mint chutney. Is it okay to dip the vegetable pakora in the mint chutney? Uh, that's what the mint chutney is for. It's for the appetizers. Oh. <laughs> that's for the appetizers. Go re- goes really well with them. And, and even if it was weird, I'd say, well, you know what? It's it's my food. I'm eating vegetables. You know, I always get a kick out of people say, Donald Trump puts ketchup on his steak. So what? It's his steak. He can put whatever he wants on it, right? What is vegetable pakora? Vegetable pakoras are uh, special uh, fritters that we make from uh, potatoes, onions, and spinach that are coated with batter. And uh, they go real well with your beers. <laughs> well, and you know what? It's only 10.57. Come on in. You know, we're doing a wonderful buffet today. We, we're we so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. What's your name? Sean and Kurt. Well, thanks for coming in. People are coming in. Who's this? Is this? No way. Dickie, Dickie Whetstone, retired Denver's finest. Good to see you, man. This is Chris Kapoor, the owner. Dick spent 30 years keeping the streets of Denver safe with the Denver PD. So come on in, buddy. And uh, have me, what are you thinking about maybe trying one of those uh, Indian beers? So anyway, come on in, folks. We're happy to have you. The buffet has started. And it will go into, hello, ma'am, nice to see you. God bless you. We're glad you're here. Chris will get you all taken care of, get you seated. Oh, I love it. Uh, folks, I'll tell you something else I was going to uh, segue to. We talked about tomorrow I'm going to be a longboard tacos. Tuesday is voting day. want to also remind you that next Saturday, November 11th, is Veterans Day. Um, in the middle of May, we have Armed Forces Day where we honor those who are serving. In the end of May, Memorial Day, we honor those who have given their lives, who have made the ultimate sacrifice in service to our country. But next Saturday, November 11th, and for those of you that maybe didn't take many history courses in school, it was the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month when the armistice caused the World War I hostilities to cease. But next Saturday, November 11th, is when we honor veterans. It's to honor those of us who have served. And I could give you some powerful statistics, and I might give them to you today. I might give them to you next week. During World War II, over 11%, almost 12% of all Americans served in some capacity. During Vietnam, it was about a 3%. 
and during the Cold War it was 1%, and now it's less than 1% are serving to keep our nation free. So we'll uh, have a special show for you next Saturday on that. Anyway, that's next week. Today's today. India's Restaurant 8921 East Camden. Come on by. If you want your numbers, 303-755-4284. If you want to call me in the next hour, 303-696-1971. We'll be back after the news. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.